The game show The Price is Right gave a contestant a real elephant as a gag prize and planned to later give the winner $4,000 instead. The winner, however, complained and demanded an elephant as promised. The show finally conceded and delivered it to the contestant's home in Texas. This is Simple Joe for Friday, August 27th, 2021. They delivered an elephant and a lifetime supply of rice the San Francisco treat. <laughs> Only in Texas, right? Only in Texas. Well, hello, my friend. I'm Joe. Welcome to Simple Joe. I am so glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad that we are here together. Today, we're going to hear about the weather in Newton, Iowa. Shout out to my pal, Daniel Ginger, there in Iowa. Top 10 game shows of all time. We're going to see those from our friends at Ranker.com and much, much more. For my pals in or near Newton, Iowa, you're going to see a high or you saw the high of 92 degrees today and a low of 74. Saturday, 91 and 71 and Sunday, 82 and 62 for your lows and high. Partly sunny all day long, all three days. So looks like some beautiful weather this week in Newton, Iowa. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you, and I am grateful, so grateful that you are there. Here in Cincinnati, we're going to see, we saw the high of 95 degrees and a low of 70 degrees, and rained part of the day today. Actually, it rained more than part of the day. We got some some really good thunderstorms and some really strong rain this late, late this afternoon. I mean, it was Forrest Gump kind of rain, you know what I mean, up sideways, from t- bottom to top and crazy, crazy rain today. Tomorrow, we expect to see a high of 93 and a low of 72. Beautiful weather tomorrow. Sunday looks like more rain, 91 and 71 for our low and high. Still, we'll make the best of Saturday. We'll make the best of the whole weekend, right? We sure will. Today in 1908, Lyndon B. Johnson was born. Lyndon Baines Johnson, 36th president of the United States. He was born in Stonewall, Texas, and died in 1973. Yeah, Lyndon Johnson had some, went some, went through some tumultuous times as president, and I think he did the best he could, but put in some programs that he thought were necessary. Not sure I completely agree with him, but in any event, he um, he did the best he could. It was pretty honorable when he said, "I will not, uh, I, I will not accept the nomination, nor will I." Um, run for president. He just, he had, I guess he had had enough, right? 1908, Lyndon Baines Johnson, 36th president of the United States was born today. Barbara Bach was born today, 1947, actress Barbara Bach. Sergeant Slaughter, professional wrestler. Do you remember Sergeant Slaughter if you're into professional wrestler, wrestling? He was fun to watch, Sergeant Slaughter, right? I remember watching a, a huge match between him and a wrestler named Bad Bad Leroy Brown. That was really cool. I saw that one live. I saw a lot of wrestling live. We'd go down to Cincinnati Gardens, and then once it got so too big for Cincinnati Gardens, we had it at the Coliseum. Always a fun time. Always, and I always got like first two or three row seats. I loved going down to watch wrestling when I was a kid. Yep, Sergeant Slaughter was born today in 1948. That's odd. Usually they put their their real name here. It's not it's not listed here, so I don't know. 
I think I actually I think his name was Slaughter. His last name was Slaughter. Bob Slaughter, Robert Slaughter. I think it was Robert Slaughter. Now that I think about it, 1948, Sergeant Slaughter was born. Paul Rubens, otherwise known as Pee Wee Herman, was born today in 1952. Downtown Julie Brown. I met her one time when I when we were out in California for a for an event. Uh, yeah, downtown Julie Brown, 1963, she was born. And uh, dog whisperer, professional dog trainer, uh, Caesar Milan was born today in 1969. Today is National Pots de Creme Day. Pots de Creme, is that how you say it? P-O-T-S, Pots de Creme, sounds French to me, right? I don't know what it is, but maybe you can tell me. And today is also National Just Because Day, whatever that means. Just because it's a day, let's have it just because day. So happy national pots de creme day and national just because day. Let's go right into our feature of the day. The top 10 game shows of all time, according to our pals at ranker.com. I don't know if you've been to ranker.com, but I, I go there periodically to look at their lists. And this is usually where I get the Friday list. Uh, I've been doing this I'm, I'm st- I've started doing this every Friday on the show, probably three or four Fridays in a row now, and it's good predictable pattern, right? So th- today's list is the top ten game shows of all time, kind of in honor of that little that little tidbit I gave uh, about the f- about the prices, right? A few moments ago. So top ten game shows of all time according to Ranker.com. Now, if you, I don't know if you know how Ranker works. But if you go to ranker.com, you'll see lots of lists. Find one that you're interested in, and you can vote vote them up and down. They compile these lists, 100 or so items or places or events, or in this case, game shows or people or food or whatever it is. You can find lots and lots of lists on here that you can vote on. And people vote on these lists in re- real time. This particular list has over three, has 31,000 votes, over 31,000 votes, almost 40,000 votes. Uh, so... Pretty popular, pretty popular um, list here. So let's take a look at the top 10 greatest game shows of all time. Number 10, Password. Now, this is a classic Password. I remember Password from back in the 70s. I don't think it went into the 80s, but it definitely was in the 70s. I remember Betty White being on here, and um, they had all kinds of celebrities on here. There's this. This was one of those celebrity shows uh, they had a lot of those in the 70s where they had celebrities paired up with a uh uh with a um regular person i guess you would say but password yep yeah, password comes in at number 10 number nine press your luck i remember reading about a i think it was press your luck reading about a guy was this the one was called whammies or something like that i forget but reading about a guy who memorized the pattern and won all kinds of money on the on the show pressure luck because he memorized the pattern he noticed a pattern when when uh, it was time to hit it and time to play however that worked but i think it was pressure luck and he wasn't cheating I, i'm not sure he was able to get back on the show but or how much he won but i think it was press the luck the guy the this these little things went around in the circle and the guy recognized the pattern he started he knew that there was a pattern and used that to his advantage so that's number nine press your luck Number eight, Pyramid, or the $100,000 Pyramid, or the $10,000 Pyramid. It's just called Pyramid now. Again, one of those game shows with with um, with celebrities paired up with the regular people. And this was in the 70s. A lot of these were in the 70s. You don't see a lot of 
a lot of game shows, uh, a lot of game shows anymore. I guess you do. They're kind of trying to make it come back, I think. But number eight, Pyramid. You remember Pyramid? Number seven, one of my favorites. I loved watching this show. Let's make a deal. This was a fun show to watch. This is where people would be the, be in the audience, and Monty Hall would come out, and and they, um, yeah, Monty Hall would come out, and he'd have. I think I talked about let's make a deal just recently. I, maybe Monty Hall was. I don't remember why I was talking about it just in the past few days, but Monty Hall would go out into the audience and ask for, hey, I I need somebody with a harmonica, uh, electric bill, and a hairband. Uh, whoever can show me that from whoever can show me that right now, get a hundred dollars and somebody would root through their purse and find it. And it's wow. I'll be darned. How high could somebody carry that (laughs) around with them? But he found them and yeah, let's make a deal was a, was a fun show. Monty Hall. I think Wayne Brady also did it for a while. He may still be doing it, but yeah. Number seven, let's make a deal. Number six match game. Again, one of those, one of those, um, one of those shows from the seventies where stars were paired with, uh, with regular people and they played together. I remember like, again, Betty white was on a lot of these shows. Richard Dawson, uh, was on, I let's see if Richard Dawson's. Yep. Speaking of Richard Dawson, just wait. Number six match game. Number five, who wants to be a millionaire? This is a show that really brought game shows back. Who wants to be a millionaire? This is a primetime game show with Regis Philbin. And I think Meredith Vieira did it for a while. Uh, really, uh, popular, popular show. And, you know, you had to ask her, ask questions and, and you got to move on and you got lifelines and you'd have to say my final answer. And, you know, if you, if you lost, you went all the way back, you know, you may be at a $500,000 level, but if you lost, you go back to 10,000 or something like that. Yeah. I loved watching who wants to be a millionaire. That was a fun one. That was a fun one to, to watch. Number four, I think we're coming into more, more popular ones, more that everybody might know, but number four. So that was number five. Who wants to be a millionaire? Number four, wheel of fortune with Pat Sajak and Vanna white. What, what a great show this is, uh, fun to watch. You know, you try to solve the puzzle on the, on the board and you know it in the back of your head. It, and this happens a lot. You know that in the, you know the the answer, and you're shouting it to the you're shouting it to the the con- the contestant, and they're just not getting it. And I don't know how much money Vanna White makes, but God bless her, man. Dollar for dollar, she must have the easiest job in Hollywood or on TV to just have to turn letters, right? So yeah, starring Pat Sajak and Vanna White, Wheel of Fortune. That was fun. Number three. The price is right. Who can deny the price, the, the, the price is right in the history of the price is right. Bob Barker, uh, fantastic, uh, fantastic host. Uh, who's the comedian that has taken over that role for, for Bob Barker, Drew Carey, Drew Carey. Yep. Drew Carey took over the, the hosting role of the price is right. But Price is Right was huge among, may still be huge among college students because I think it came on like 11 o'clock or something like that. Or, and just as college students were getting out of bed, <laughs> right? So Price is Right is always a fun show. And how about that little, that little tidbit about the elephant on the Price is Right? That was funny. That was funny. So that's number three, the Price is Right. Number four, Wheel of Fortune. Number three, the Price is Right. Number two, Family Feud. 
This was fun. Family feud. Uh, Richard Dawson uh, was the host. Louis Anderson was the host for a while. Steve Harvey, I think, is the host now. And, you know, you pit family against family and they have to, according to the, according to a hundred people surveyed, how many people, blah, blah, blah. And you have to hit the timer and pass or play. Here's something funny about family feud. Have you ever seen anybody on family feud? Not, not play. So they, they win the round and it's, they get, they, they get, they win the right because they hit the buzzer and answer the question and they win the right to pay, to, to play or pass. I've never seen anybody pass. Like they look at the subject and pass. I've never seen it. Every family plays. This this is a fun game to watch too. This is one of those that you kind of get hooked into. Steve Harvey is a fantastic host of the of the recent Family Feud. Uh, and Richard Dawson was classic. He was very flirty with women, and that was kind of his thing. I, I don't remember much about Louis Anderson, but in any event, Family Feud number two. So that brings us to number one, the number one game show of all time this is jeopardy with alex trebek and i think we lost alex trebek last year is that right or the year before and they just now found a co-host for i mean, excuse me a permanent host for um jeopardy and it is the girl who played blossom malik something i malik i can't remember her name but the it's the girl who played Blossom. Let's let's look just look up her name. I probably won't be able to pronounce it, but she's like a uh, a rocket scientist or something like that. But let me look here. Uh, Jeopardy host host Jeopardy host is um yeah Mayim Balik Balik Balik. Yeah, Mayim, is that Mayim? Is that how you say her name? M-A-Y, you know her, Blossom. You know her, she's Blossom, right? If you know Blossom. Yeah, and she's also was on that on that other show with, mm, what is the show? With that guy who played in Roseanne and Sheldon. Oh, gosh. I don't remember the name of the show. I don't, but she's also, she's also on that show and she's, she is really, really smart. She's got, uh, you know, like a degree in, in neuroscience or some crazy, super smart degree. I wish I could remember. Um, but yeah, apparently she's, she's going to be the permanent host of Jeopardy. Let's just kind of look her up. Cause I'm going to find out what this degree is. I know we shouldn't be doing this in real time, but I am. So there you go. Take that. Let's look her up and see what. See what uh, they say about she's yeah she's a neuroscientist. Unbelievable! That's fantastic. She's a neuroscientist. The Big Bang Theory. It shows it right here. I didn't think of it at myself. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, she's a neuroscientist, American actress and neuroscientist, and Arthur, Arthur, author. Uh, the Big Bang Theory is what she played in as well. Super smart. She w- Yep, she was in NBC sitcom Blossom. So there we go. Number one, Jeopardy. Uh, Alex Trebek was a fantastic host. Great host. Uh, really was a um, smart guy himself. I liked how he made sure he could pronounce the words. Jeopardy is a funny show. I mean, have you ever 
when you've been playing Jeopardy and, um, you know, you, you're like, you know, the answer and they don't know the answer. Uh, and there always seem to be this pattern to, to choose the tiles. They want to go to, I guess, cheapest to most, uh, cheapest to highest. And then you get that one person that's just kind of all over the weird, all over the board. That was Jeopardy's a fun show to watch. I like Jeopardy. So let's roll through the top 10 game shows of all time. Number 10, Password. Number nine, Press Your Luck. Number eight, Pyramid. Uh, I think it's $10,000 Pyramid or $100,000 Pyramid. But anyway, number seven, Let's Make a Deal. Number six, Match Game. Number five, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Number four, Wheel of Fortune. Number three, The Price is Right. Number two, Family Feud. And number one, This is Jeopardy. So let's take a look at some honorable mentions. Those are all, I'll bet you, you know, the, at least the top four, I'm not surprised by the top four. I thought Price is Right might be number one because of the big, the big following if in the college, in the college scene, I'm a little surprised family feud is up there. Uh, definitely knew that wheel of fortune and jeopardy would be there. Price is right. New Price is right. Would be there, but who wants to be a millionaire? I, I kind of expected that. So no, no real surprises here. But let's see. Hollywood Squares comes in at number 11. Uh, Deal or no deal with Howie Mandel, number 13. Uh, Are you smarter than a fifth grader? That was with uh, Jeff Foxworthy at number 15. Joker's Wild. I forgot about Joker's Wild. In fact, I'm I'm surprised I forgot about Joker's Wild. The the host on Joker's Wild was Jack Berry. And when I was a little kid, we went out to California and I sat through two taped episodes of the Joker's Wild. And when somebody would when would win money, they'd count it out to them right there on spot. And then they, after the show, they'd go back and collect the money. Um, they, yeah, they'd go back and collect the cash from them and issue them a check is what they did. So that was number 16. Number 17, um, Newlywed Game. Yeah, remember Newlywed Game? That was, a, that was an interesting game. Very risque at some, at some points. Um, hmm. To tell the truth, I remember that one. Name that tune. I'm surprised that wasn't further up there. Win Ben Stein's money. That was a that was an interesting. He, that's at number 27. Win Ben Stein's money. Actually, Ben Stein. That's how he made money. I mean, he'd start with a pool of money, and and if if uh, whatever he could keep, he he kept, and whatever people won from him, that was his money to keep or or to lose. That was uh, that was always fun. Remember the Gong Show that comes in at number 30. The Gong Show. Uh, what a crazy show <laughs> back in the seventies. So what fun. Yeah. Do you remember all those game shows? I remember most of those and I loved watching them when I was a kid and, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll speak in at one every once in a while here and there, but not very often. So there are our top 10 game shows of all time. That was a fun little list. I think time kind of took me down memory lane a bit, but let's go ahead and wrap this up right there. You know, the reason I do the show every day. It's because I love talking to you. You know, I love talking to you. I also do it to become a better podcaster because I want to practice this art that I love, this craft that I love, uh, motivated and inspired by David Hooper's, uh, sausage formula, sausage factory formula. And, um, yeah, there's a couple, there's a couple other daily podcasters out there that, that I listen to and cheer on and certainly appreciate the camaraderie there. Uh, so I, I do it to become a better podcaster. I love this craft. I love this art. I love doing it. And I love talking to you every single day. And you can help me become a better podcaster. And I would really appreciate your help. Just email me, joe at the simplejoe.com 
or text me at 513-399-6468. Let me know how I'm doing. Let me know what you want to hear. I would love to hear from you. And if you like listening to the show, just share it on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram would be very cool. I'd certainly appreciate that. And when you do that, use the hashtag simple Joe is my friend. That would mean a lot to me. The weekend's here, right? Today's Friday. It's 1030 PM. I'm coming in wheels of squealing, getting this done tonight. I had uh, dinner at a local pizza place called La Rosa's. If you're familiar with Cincinnati at all, you know, La Rosa's. And if you're familiar with Cincinnati at all, we also went to Grader's ice cream. Uh, I've got, uh, my wife's cousins are here staying with us for a couple of days and, and he's doing, helping me doing some work on the house. And, uh, I certainly appreciate them being here. So we took them out to dinner and had some ice cream and that was, that was fun. And I realized I better, I better get home and, and do my show. Right. So we did that Re- weekends coming up should be a great weekend. Wherever you are, it'll be a great weekend. Cause you can make it a great weekend. You have that choice, right? And when you do stuff this week weekend, make great memories. Because remember, memories are better than stuff. They certainly are. Give them something to talk about. Give them stories to, to tell. Years from now, they'll be telling stories about you and what happened this weekend. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you and I love you. But not in a weird way. Take care. <laughs>